welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and today we will be talking about Peach's Planet, The Sound of Music, and the new Cinderella. Right now, I'm going to be talking with Haley on Cinderella. So, Haley, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. So, I just saw this film, and I think it's absolutely breathtaking. So, um, for those, so how about you tell the audience at audiences a little bit about the story? Well, it starts off when Ella was born in this huge mansion um, that's been sitting there for years, and it's their family house, and she had a mom and a dad, and they used to be very happy, but all of a sudden, her mom dies, and it's just her and her dad, and then, after a while, her dad gets married, and she has two stepsisters, and then, while her dad is away on a trip. He gets ill and he dies. Then she's left alone with her stepmom. And then since they had to fire all the servants in their houses because they couldn't pay them anymore, Ella became the servant. So she walked around, um, did all their chores and everything, and she was treated terrible. And then one day she was um, riding in the forest. She met the prince. And then realizes that he's really cool. But he says he was the apprentice, so she doesn't know that he was actually the prince. And the prince fell in love with her at first sight. So he opened up this ball so he can come and find her and marry her. But her mom wanted her sisters to marry the prince. So she forbid Ella to go into the ball and ripped her dress. And then after that, her fairy godmother showed up and, as the original story goes, made her carriage, fixed her up. She got a new dress and she rode to the ball. And she also casted a spell. So, yeah, Um, casted a spell. So, um, well, and and I think most of us know the rest of the story. But I find interesting about this movie is that. Well, most, I think most people understand the story of Cinderella, but they add a lot of new elements that makes it interesting for um, people to watch it. So it's a great film. So um, what did you think about the acting in this film? I thought the acting was great. I loved the way it was shot, and I thought it was awesome. What would you think your favorite um, character in this whole entire film was? I think the fairy godmother, because she was so funny, because she didn't know what some fruits were, and it was just really <laughs> hilarious, and I loved her. Now, I love Helena Bonham Carter. She had fun with the role, and, and oh, I just, I love the costume she wore. It looked amazing. Yeah. What did you think about, since this, they, this is an adaptation of the story, have you seen the original um Disney version, um, well, of course, the original Cinderella. Yeah, it was great too, and this movie's really based off of it. Yes. So, did, would you find something different about that this film added um, than the other film? Like, 
It talked about more about her parents, and then in the original Cinderella, she was just flat out a daughter who got treated terrible, and she had a stepmother. Yeah, I do like this more character development with the um, Cinderella and the stepmother. I mean, Kate Blanchett did a. <laughs> she's so wicked, and and you want to like slap her a few times, but she's just so you just enjoy a good villain in this film, and she's so enjoyably wicked. I thought the special effects looked amazing, especially with the transformation scenes of her getting her dress. What did you it think did. of the special effects? I thought it was magical. It really made the story come alive. What do you think was the most magical part of the film? Like, um, like once it's midnight and she has to run home before everything disappears. I like how everything just pops and turns back into what it originally was instead of the carriage. True, and the pumpkin, I, the pumpkin turning the carriage, it, I mean, there's just so much effects and so much grand detail with the special effects and costumes that really brings a fairy, the fairy tale to life. And that's why I feel like it's the most fascinating and fun part of this whole film. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Keith Blakesley, and today we're talking about Cinderella, Petra's Planet, and The Sound of Music 50th Anniversary. Right now, I'm continuing to talk with Haley on Cinderella. So, we were just talking about the special effects. So, what would you think about the age range for this film? Like, what do you think um, the age for this film is? I think the age range would be 5 and five through 18 because it's a Cinderella story. A lot of kids will love to see it. And you feel like I personally enjoyed the film because I love Cinderella. I, I, I watched the film when I was a li- little bit younger. I haven't seen it very recently, but um, as a guy, I love the fairy tales. I love the princes, and I love the prince in the story. So do you feel like guys can enjoy it as well? Definitely, because it has it. It does have some comedy in it, so it'll be fun to watch. You mentioned some comedy. Did you, what? What was, did you find particularly funny in this film? Well, it wasn't really particularly funny. It's just mostly like the stepsisters getting on each other's nerves, and it was just really cool. Oh, they had a fun time when they when they're getting ready for the ball. They are just so <laughs> hyper and. Very greedy and just kind of like spoiled brats, but they're just having so much fun being the character. I just, I love character actors, and they're really having fun. Me too. So, let's talk about the costumes in this film. What did you think about that? I thought they were very sparkly and glamorous and very poofy, because all the dresses they had were like, swayed out, and it looked really cool. Yeah, actually, fun fact, Walt Disney, when he saw the original um, animation for the transformation of Cinderella's dress, he thought that was the most beautiful thing he has ever seen, and it's, it's the, his favorite animation sequence he's ever seen. And if he were alive today, I think he would, even, he would find this even more amazing and even more beautiful, the transformation scene. Yeah, definitely. So what would you think your favorite scene in this whole film was? Um, my favorite scene was because I love the fairy godmother, the one when the fairy godmother turns all the pumpkins and the animals into the carriage and she starts riding off into the wind. Yeah, that was, 
again, magical sequence, and it it was played for laughs. I think it was a funny sequence. Mm-hmm. So, what do you find the message of the story is? I think the message of the story is to don't let anybody hold you back and be who you want to be. And why do you think that? Because in the movie, like her mother was holding back, holding her back, and telling her she can't do certain stuff. Because I personally think she was jealous of her because she was so pretty. And then I think she should have went out and ignored her and be who herself and stuff. Totally agree. And again, I love that the stepmother gets more of a character. I mean, in the original, she was wicked. But in this one, she she has a reason. She has a character development. She has a reason why she's wicked. Even though you don't agree with her, you kind of see why she does it, and you kind of understand. But you don't. You still you don't agree with her. True. So, how many stars would you give this film? I would give it five out of five dazzling stars. I thought they made a great version of the Cinderella, and it's very interesting to watch. Hmm. Totally agree. I love it so much. Is there anything else that you would that you find any anything? Sorry, is there anything else that you find unique about this film? Um, I really find how the king um had his own how he had like the prince had a great bond with his father, the king, and it showed like more about that than just the basic fairy tale. And I thought that was cool. Totally agree. We get to see more of the princess side of the story, which it's always nice to see a different point of view. Right. Well, thank you so much, Haley, for talking about Cinderella. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. This film is in theaters now, so please check it out. It's a wonderful film. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Kiva Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. 
Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have just finished speaking to Haley about Cinderella, and we are talking about Cinderella, Petra's Planet, and Sound of Music. Today is kind of a Cinderella day if you're getting down, if you're getting what I'm putting down, little old school a little old school slang. So right now we were talking to Morgan about Petra's Planet. Thank you for joining us today, Morgan. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. So can you tell us all about Petra's Planet? Well, Petra's Planet first is an online game that's virtual. And it's a, it's a really fun game because it's based on going to different countries and everything. And it's a very educational game. At the same time, because while it's fun, because at first you're going through all these different countries, which is going to be really fun for kids, but it's also educational because you learn about that culture and what um, they eat and do and play. And so, like, you get to play sports games and stuff like that to find out what their culture is, which is really fun because they give it in an educational way while it's being fun. Oh, that's pretty interesting. It reminds me of if any, like, if anyone's listening and they know what I'm talking about, shout out to you. But it reminds me of where in the world is, is Carmen San Diego, and you travel all over. If you know what that is, I, I'm pretty proud of you. But anyway, what did you like most about this game? Because I know that the traveling and the games and the food. Me myself, I love to travel. I haven't traveled, but I love to do it. <laughs> so, what do you like most about this game? Um, I really like the games on the, I really like the mini games on the game. That's one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. And also, um, how you get to make your avatar in mm-hmm. your home, in your virtual home, which is really fun. See me, I would probably be like, I need to spend an hour and a half on making myself and making my home so I look perfect. But, you know, and then I'd spend like 15 minutes on the actual game. Uh, you said there is a lot of like, you know, you travel to different countries and you learn about, you know, their heritage, not their heritage, their culture and all these different things. What was your favorite country to visit to? Um, you know what? I really like Samuel Island. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. And Which- why was that your favorite? Because it's like, it's snowy there, and since I'm in California, it's like really warm here, so it's get to, it's really fun to be able to be in the snow, and even though it's pretend, it's it's really <laughs> fun. Yeah, I, I understand, because I'm in Florida, and you know, we don't, <laughs> we don't really get snow, so I totally understand. Um, what are the, like, the main lessons, because you know, this is an educational game? Um, the lessons are like, basically about culture. It's all about the culture, and also there. There's also like animal fun. There's fun animal games there that you could play, where you get to like learn about that animal and compare it to another animal, which mm-hmm. is really really fun right there. And um, also there are also other an- other avatars that you can find in this game. So like you can make friends and everything, and then you can be like, hey, do you want to travel to this place and this place or? There's also multitask games there, so you're like, hey, mm, do you want to play this game with me and everything? And I think that's also one of the lessons is how to make friends if you're a little shy. Oh, that's interesting. It's like, okay, I, you can travel around the world and do these mini games, but you can also do it with, you know, another avatar and another person that's playing with you. That's interesting. Yes. So what did you think about the colors and the animation? The animation, I think it's actually good. I think it's good animation 
that's good for little kids and also it's great for teenagers. Mm-hmm. And um, you said for little kids and stuff like that, do you have an age range or is it good for, you know, little kids and teenagers and, and people in that age range? Um, you know what? I think the age range is five and up. Mm-hmm. But also, you um, if you like to learn about other cultures and stuff, that's a great game for you to play. And you can learn how to have a great time. But not only that, it's very important that you know how to type and you know how to use a computer in this game because there's a little box where you type to your friends and everything. So I think that's very important that you know how to write and type. Well, that's good to know. And, and at least they but didn't also, go on. Oh, continue. But also, if you don't know how to type, there's a little tiny box that you press and it comes up with little messages that you can say. So that's also good, too. Oh, well, that's cool. So it's like if you're not the best at typing, you don't really know, you know, the the map of typing, you can, you know, say, hey, or, you know, do you know where? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for telling us all about Petra's Planet. Please check that out, guys. It's an online game. It's super interesting from what I can hear. Um, you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are talking about Cinderella and Sound of Music. So right now, let's continue speaking with Morgan about Cinderella. Um, today is kind of a Cinderella day, and um, as I have, you know, noticed, a lot of people take it different ways. So I want to see what your kind of interpretation of this film is. So we all really know the storyline, but is there anything that kind of differed from, you know, other Cinderella's that we've seen? Yes. Actually, this one didn't... Um it actually minused and adds. It actually minused and added some stuff, which was really nice. So, like you got to see um, new versions and stuff. But mm-hmm. and you like we kind of missed the music because there wasn't the bibbity bobby boo or the Cinderella Cinderella. Oh yeah, and the mice didn't talk. So I think it was also more realistic That's instead true. of the little cute cartoon. Yeah, and the 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 amount of Cinderella like adaptations that you have I feel like there's one for everyone like I love you know the animation of Cinderella because it's just it's so cute and then you know all these different Cinderella it's it's one for everyone and if you don't like one you can always like the other one so how about the acting by you know Cinderella Lily James and the wicked stepmother Kate Blanchett who is amazing um so how did you like the acting the acting was actually very wonderful, and especially in the sad parts that they had, because this movie was very sad. So, um, but in the sad parts, when they were crying or ever, whenever that happened, you could really, you would like just start crying with them. And so that's why, um, for the first half hour, like everybody was crying, because it, in the first half hour, the dad dies and the mom dies. So, like, and you see Cinderella crying, and you just start breaking out in tears too. Yeah, and it's and it. I have respect for those people that can make you do that because it's like we know the storyline and we kind of know what's already going to happen, but for them to still bring us to that place of you know emotional you know type things, it's it's pretty good. It's, clapping for those actors clapping <laughs> so yeah. how did you like the glass slippers because i love them like the first time they were like dead spot on in the light the glass slippers were like absolutely spectacular well they are wonderful because this is actually a new version of them they have a uh, cute tiny little butterflies on them and 
they are made out of Swirsky um, Swirsky crystal, which is like, wow, what a story in itself. Because it um it took over one hundred and fifty hours to make a shoe, Ooh. and six versions, which is like voila. And then like after those versions, you get a perfect glass slipper. And not only that, but you have to add another 1.7 million crystals for costumes, and that this movie was absolutely full of just nothing but sparkle and design by the designer of Sandy Powell, who I think bravo and kudos to, because mm -hmm. who the heck can do that? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's so cool how the shoes and dress were made because it's like these butterflies like were flying around her, and then they basically make the shoe, and then they end up you know staying and and um, becoming you know just on the shoe as decoration. So and on the dress as her um, sleeve thing, and I can't really remember the name, but it's it's super beautiful and it's very creative, and I like that that it's not just the traditional type of Cinderella dress. Um, out of five stars, how many stars would you give this? Or are you talking about glass slippers? I say five out of five glass slippers that are absolutely Wow. Okay. Well, that was that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Uh, I would have been like, um, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> so, who's your favorite character? Because I, I I love all the characters, but I have one specific that's just awesome. I actually really like the stepmother, played by. Kate Blanchett because that's like wow you're rooting for her at the same time you're like I really this it's hard to say because you really like her and not only that but she's very gorgeous in this movie but do not and I repeat do not let the beauty fool you because she is actually like one wicked mastermind oh <laughs> so like that's like oh wow yeah and she's really good and she is a great actress. Like, Kate Blanchett is amazing, and I love her. She has done so many things, and in this film, you kind of know the backstory of why she's doing something, so it's not just like, oh, she's just being mean because, you know, she just is being mm. mean. She has, she's like, she's been lonely, and every person that she has, you know, kind of co come in contact with, they've, you know, broken her heart. So I think she has good reason, but, you know, I'm not saying that if you have good reason, go do bad things. You should still be like, okay, no one deserves this. No one deserves what Cinderella went through. So I just want to put that out there. Well, Definitely. yeah. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about Cinderella. Well, thank you for letting me come. I absolutely <laughs> love being on this show. <laughs> it's always a pleasure well, talking to you. <laughs> it's you're you've grown so much i just wanted to say that really quick you have grown a lot um cinderella is in theaters now guys so please check it out it's awesome amazing and fantastic let's take a break i'm your host brianna hobiton from kids first coming attractions and you're listening to voice america kids
join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. Hi, I'm Lindsay Marie, and you're listening to Bookworm on Voice America Kids. Today I'm going to read you a book. Hope you enjoy. The Gift of Nothing by Patrick McDowell. It was a special day. And Mooch wanted to give his best friend Earl a gift. But what'd you get him? He had a bowl. He had a bed. He had a chew toy. Squeak! He had it all. Mooch thought and thought. What do you get someone who has everything? Nothing. He would give Earl the gift of nothing. But the world filled with so many somethings, where could he find nothing? Mooch heard that Frank say that there was nothing on TV. But as far as Mooch could tell, there was always something on TV. Blah, 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 blah. Mooch often heard Do- Doozy and her friends say there was nothing to do. But as far as Mooch could tell, everyone was always doing something. Millie came home from the store and said there is nothing to buy. So Mooch went shopping. Buy, sale. Mooch looked up and down every aisle. He found many, many somethings. But the latest things, the newest that. But as far as he could tell, something, nothing was not for sale. Nothing was not for sale. Registers. So Mooch went home. He, and he sat on his pillow. He just stayed there still. Stayed there still, as cats often do. And not looking for it, he found nothing. So he went and got a box. He put nothing in it. Then Mooch thought, hmm, maybe Earl deserves a little more than this. So he got a bigger box. Now that's plenty of nothing. For me, said Earl, Mooch, you didn't have to give me anything. Who told him, thought Mooch. Earl opened Mooch's gift. There's nothing in here, said Earl. Yes, said Mooch. Nothing but me and you. So Mooch and Earl just stayed still, and they enjoyed nothing. And everything. The end. I'm Lindsay Marie, and you were listening to Bookworm on Voice America Kids. 
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We just got back talking about Petra's Planet and Cinderella. It's been a Cinderella theme. And we're also going to be talking about the Sound of Music 50th anniversary. And now... The guys are going to be talking about Cinderella, and right now I have with us Brandon. Brandon, how are you doing? Very good, sir. How are you? Fantastic. So, um, <laughs> we've, <laughs> we've been talking about Cinderella for the show for a while, so let's do something different. How about we talk about the story from the prince's point of view? So, from the prince's point of view, what is the story of Cinderella? Well, the story of Cinderella, it starts off with her as a little kid. Um, she's with... Um, mother and father you know they have a good life together then slowly the um you know her mother passes away she gets sick so then from her perspective she's losing a mother and then later on her father ends up marrying um lady tremaine um and then they go into that story and then after that as um as it was explained earlier um she then becomes the housemaid and she has to do all the work for the stepsisters and then later on the stepmother. So it's a really tough and challenging story for her. And that really is what carries the story and the whole movie throughout this whole thing. It's a challenge and then redemption, you know? Totally agree. And again, with this story, it's been told in many different adaptations, but I give this a lot of credit for making it seem new to the audience. You really felt a still sense of what are they going to do? And it's for a film to do that with a story that's been going on for a while. It's it's very impressive. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um the whole the whole the whole story it was it was revamped it felt it felt new it felt fresh it may have been the visuals it may have been the music but i got an i got a new i got a new feeling from from the movie that that's why i came in that's why i got from it yeah totally agree and also the characters let's talk about the characters in this film because they're so three dimensional there's so much character development in this film they're not just wicked they have they have a a, a reason to be wicked. They're not just a prince who falls in love with a girl. He has a reason he falls in love with a girl. It's just, there's so much explanation with the characters. So, um, what, 
do you, what's your point of view on them? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, especially the two main characters, um, Richard Batten, who plays uh, Prince Charming. I like how they threw in the kit thing at the start. Um, yes. When Ella and uh, Prince Charming meet for the first time, um, yeah, the she refers to him, or you know, he calls himself by his nickname Kit, and I felt that like that was a fun thing that they had. Also for Ella for Cinderella. They really um, illustrate her as this just strong, you know, good moral character, and that and that was awesome, you know, that she had these strong morals that carried her from her childhood to her adulthood, and it's really it's really good for the audience, for the kids, and and yeah, those are those are awesome characters. Totally agree, and even though it's 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 very refreshing to see a character like this, because she's gone through a lot of. Um, sad moments in her life and she does cry and break down but she never becomes bitter and she always she never really complains she um well well yeah she never really complains about what stepmothers do to her she's just confused but she goes by her words have courage and be kind and that's what makes her such a strong character so the special effects in this film and the costumes what did you think about that the special effects really stood out to me, especially when um, the fairy godmother's transforming all the things from the lizards. The, the lizard men were awesome. Those special effects that oh. they had, the lizards were cool. Yeah. Um, and then the costumes for the lizards, you know, the, the costume for Cinderella, obviously, that was, that was incredible. And I liked how they set up the ballroom dance. Every oh, yeah. single dress and every single suit, it was unique. That was the one thing I got out of it, you know, between the colors and the designs. You know, that's another thing that was really cool about this movie, that they didn't spare expense in details. Certainly not. And also, I I love the house, um, Cinderella's house. It really went through some dynamic changes with her being with her father. And then when the stepmother moves in, it's it's changed quite a bit. And it just... So it's just very detailed. Everything in this film is detailed down to the to the the very corner, the very core to this film is just details. Oh, yeah, everything. Definitely. And so yeah. I personally thought that was the best part in the whole film because of the details. And oh, the lizard's costumes. I, I personally like the gloves. The green shaded gloves that made him look lizard like. Oh, yeah. Just the little details like that just makes the film even more Amazing. <laughs> You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. Because I'm your can... host, Kiefer Blakesley, and today we're just t- we're talking about Petra's Planet and the Sound of Music 50th Anniversary and also Cinderella. Now, we are continuing to talk to Brandon about Cinderella. So, you, you were saying about the um, special effects, Brandon? Uh, yeah, and um, I was getting into how they could have been lazy with it. They could have uh, yeah. skipped some details here and there and i was watching for that i was watching for them to kind of miss cue maybe when she was climbing uh i'm sorry walking up the steps you know maybe there was something in the background that they missed but yeah they they went into detail with everything and that was that was a really cool thing you know yeah and it showed how much the filmmakers really found the story important so again what did you th- what do you think guys can get out of this film what do you think that, since this this is about princesses and fairy tales and magic, but I feel like guys can really enjoy a lot from this. So, what do you think? Um, well, I saw it. I saw it with my dad, 
and we both thought it was a really cool, entertaining uh, film. For, the one thing that get out was that uh, for guys, for guys, there was a scene where um, Kit is where Prince Charming is with the father, mm-hmm. and. Know, the father's starting to pass away and that's a really raw good scene that they have for guys because you know father passing away it's a really good strong image yeah and it, it gets to you it got to me so you know key scenes like that and um you know richard madden playing prince charming he has this kind of cool guy vibe to him not really corny but it's like a strong cool guy you know a man's man you know I totally agree. And while I do love the original, the one thing I don't like about it, and we're going to say this, is the prince doesn't ever get a line. He may, uh, okay, sorry, scratch that. He gets one line of, come back, I love you. But other than that, there's no character to the, to the prince in the original animated film. I, I actually forgot the animated film or, I don't even. I don't even know if I if I ever seen it. I need to check with my parents if I ever seen it. But I, I, I yeah. Um. So I don't know. Well, it's. I like that the prince got a great character, and it was just fun to watch. So, what would you say the age range for this film is? Um. Well, let's see. I mean, from kids to I guess you know younger adult. Uh, I'm sorry, younger adults, and I would say even further on because. We have all heard the story about Cinderella from, you know, your parents, my parents, us, you know, just everyone, everyone around the world has heard this story. And I think this movie does a good job in retelling the story in a way that makes sense and that it's clever and good. So the movie can be seen by anyone, really, um, from from kids in an elementary school and up. So, and yeah, totally agree. And. A thing that really made me remind me about this film is it reminded me how much I love Disney, how much that Disney really put magic on the big screen. And say what you want about Disney, but Disney is magic. It it gives audiences what hmm. it gives audiences the magic and creativity and imagination that kids and adults have inside of them. And the film this film personally reminds me how much Disney does that. Yeah, uh, I still have gripe, gripe with them over buying Star Wars. That is amazing. Whatever, it's fine. Um, uh, we'll see. Hey, it comes out this year. We'll see. Well, we'll talk about it on a but, um, later radio show. I can't wait to talk about, about Star Wars with you because I'm a Star Wars fan as well. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brandon, for talking about Cinderella. It's been a pleasure pleasure as well thank you very much this film is out in theaters now so please check it out let's take a break i'm your host keith blakesley and you're listening to voice america kids you're a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough 
we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton, and you're listening to the Voice America Kids. Today we have just finished speaking to Brandon about Cinderella from a guy's point of view, and we are talking about the sound of music. So right now we are speaking with Cameron about the sound of music, the 50th anniversary edition. Thank you for joining us today, Cameron. How are you? Good. Okay, let's get right into it. What is the storyline to the sound of music? The storyline of of the sound of music is Marie, Maria has to take care of seven children. Has to take care of seven seven children, and once the children gets too has too much fun, the captain says for her to pack up and leave, and so and so she doesn't want so she doesn't want her, want them to have fun, so she comes back, and she doesn't and the children doesn't want to marry wants the captain to marry bar, the barbarian, and so she and so he marries Maria. Okay, well, I love, well, okay, I haven't seen this film, and it kind of, it kind of makes me sad that I haven't seen this film, because it is everywhere, like, so many people know what The Sound of Music is, and just to remind you guys, this is the 50th anniversary edition, so it has, like, a lot of bonus features, and a lot of, like, extras, and, you know, all those types of things that you would love in The Sound of Music, and it's a classic film, and I just realized, like, maybe two weeks ago that Julie Andrews is Maria. Like, I don't know, I don't understand how I couldn't have known that, but, you know. What is your favorite part about this film, Cameron? My favorite, my favorite part is when they sing Do Re Mi. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've heard a lot of songs from this film. Like, I know a lot of the songs, but I haven't actually seen it. Like, Do Re Mi and um, a few, um, some of my favorite things, I'm pretty sure this is in the film. This is in the film. And, um, you know, some, some songs that you just can't get out of your head. <laughs> so who's your favorite character? My favorite character is Maria. And why is that? Because she's nice and she's, and she think and she's, she thinks a lot. Yeah, I can totally tell that she's a great character because of, of all of the trailers and all of the times I've seen this come across my um, television, she is just a great character that is like full of full of life and full of music, of the sound of music, if you get my drift. 
And, um, you know, I mean, I feel like all the characters in this film are pretty harmonious for each other. Um, how did you like the humor? It was okay. It wasn't really awesome Dawson. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so as I've said before, there's music in this film. I mean, the title is Sound of Music. So was there a favorite song that you had or um, a favorite time when they started breaking out in song? Um, yes. Do Re Mi. Do Re Mi, and why is that your favorite? And it's because they act out the the song. Oh, that's cool. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. I will see that <laughs> because uh, the, in singing they kind of use that. I mean, I don't know if they use it as much, but you know, earlier on in the time they used to use that a lot to like warm up your vocal cords and stuff like that. So that song was used a lot. So I totally understand why they put that in this film. Uh, who is your favorite? Like. You know, you know. Is there a person that you can relate to in this film? Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be Maria, but which person do you think you're most like? Lisa. And what makes you so? What makes you and Lisa so? You know, kind of together and alike. I'm young. <laughs> That's pretty good to have in common with someone. Out of five stars, how many stars would you give this film? Four and a half. And why is that? It, because it's too long. Oh, that makes sense. Because a lot of the film, like Titanic, is really, really long film. I mean, I love Titanic, though. <laughs> so I can't really speak about that. But a lot of the I've films... I've before, but I fell asleep. Oh, yeah. Sometimes films are just too long, and, you know, you just gotta take a nap. <laughs> you're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we have talked about Cinderella and Petra's Planet, and now we are talking about the sound of music. So right now, let's continue speaking with Cameron about the sound of music, the 50th anniversary. And we were just speaking about how sometimes when a film is, like, way too long, it's, I mean... I understand why she gave it four out of five stars because your attention span is very short. Like my attention span is really short. And then after a certain amount of time, you're like, wait, what's going on? And then you finally refocus and you're like, um, <laughs> what just happened? What about the visuals? Because this is an older film. So were the, were the colors clear or was the picture clear or was it kind of blurry? It was good. It was good. Nice and clear. Nice and yeah, full of Blu-ray. Ooh, I just got Blu-ray. <laughs> I just got Blu-ray for my TV, so I will definitely watch. I have yet to watch some Blu-ray films because we have we don't have any. So I will definitely get down to that. What is the age range for this film? Do you think seven, seven and up? And do you think they get like the best kind of grasp of this film? Maybe. <laughs> but is there? Is there a message in this film, or is it just kind of a great movie about, you know, a woman leaving an Austrian covenant to be covered, you know, is it a great story that doesn't really have a meaning, or does it have a message? It's it's just a good movie. Good movie? That's pretty good. It has a lot of songs. <laughs> like, the new, um, the new Into the Woods have a lot of songs. That, that movie is like an hour, like two hours and 10 minutes and an hour and a half of it is just music just music so you have to really love music to love this film what did you think about the emotions and the acting of this film like who is your favorite actress in this film not necessarily character but actress 
Julie Andrews. <laughs> she Julie is on Mary Poppins too. Oh yes, that's right. Julie Andrews has been in a lot of films, and she's—I—I I don't know. I didn't know she was in as many films as she's been in. Like she's been in *Sound of Music*, *Mary Poppins*, *Despicable Me*, *Shrek 2*, *Enchanted*, *Shrek the Third*, *Tooth Fairy*. She has been in so many things, and I have seen about like four of those films. So it's cool to see her in this film. What did you think about the costumes? Because this is, as I said before, an older film. I like the costumes. And why did you like them so much? I like them because when Maria made made play clothes for for the kids at, with the drapes. Mm-hmm. And was there anything else that stood out to you in this film? Like, you know, was the music your favorite part, or was the acting your favorite part, or was the visuals the favorite part? A little bit of all. That's that, see, that's good because. Um, a lot of the times I'll be like, oh, I really, really like the costumes. And then it's not like the other stuff is bad. It's just that, you know, this is the costumes were like pretty awesome. How did what did you feel when you were watching this film? Like for the first time, if this was your first time, this is my second time, but I felt really good. You felt really good while seeing it. Mm-hmm. That's good. I have not yet seen this film again, guys. I'm pretty. I'm really, really sorry. And I just want to say that Cameron is a brand new Kids First reporter. So kudos to you. I'm very happy for you for joining the team. You will feel very. We are a big family here at Kids First. She is eight, so she's doing a phenomenal job. And we are delighted that she has joined our team family. And I hope you stay with us as long as I've been here. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Cameron, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about The Sound of Music. You're welcome. <laughs> I can tell I will love talking to you in the future. Um, Sound of Music is literally everywhere, guys. You can find it everywhere you find DVDs, like online or Walmart or anywhere that you find DVDs, you can find Sound of Music. And please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're in the teen section, and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us today. This is your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org and check out our Kids First blog on the Huffington Post. This show is produced for the Voice America Kids Network by Kidstar. We empower kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. My name is Lily Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Start Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Anglerfish. Thank you.
Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 